Is it recording? I think. There we go. Yeah, it is now. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AP United States History Podcast, where we talk all things U.S. history. I'm your host for today, Ben Frederick, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jack Fowler, Brennan Good, and Jaden Green. Today, we will be discussing the famous election of 1828. This election is one of the biggest in all of U.S. history, resulting in the election of famous President Andrew Jackson, the formation of the Democratic Party, and many other important events. Let's start with some background. After the famous corrupt bargain involving Henry Clay and John Quincy Adams, Adams was the current president heading into the election for his re-election into a second term. His main opponent was Andrew Jackson, his previous opponent back in 1824, thus making this election a rematch between the two men. The infamous corrupt bargain in 1824 was the catalyst for Andrew Jackson's motive, uh, motivation for this race. In case you don't know, the corrupt bargain is the accusation from Jackson against Adams and Henry Clay that they conspired together and overturned the will of the people. These accusations are mostly false, although Clay did have doubts about Jackson's capability as a president near the end of the election race back in 1824. Jackson would stop at nothing to win the election of 1828 to prove it to Clay that he would he could win and would be a good president. Back in the 1824 election, Andrew Jackson was known as the man of the people. This image of him as the champion of the common man helped him seem more relatable than other nominees who came from well-off families. Commoners saw him almost like a beacon of hope for the common person, showing that they too could rise up and accomplish something amazing. Going into 1828, Jackson retained this reputation and it once again helped him gain many votes across all states. Let's talk about the election race really quick as well. Both sides attacked the personal qualities of their opponent, which is called mudslinging. Jackson dominated the South as well as the West, while Adams swept the upper North. In the end, Andrew Jackson pulled through and was elected as the seventh president of the United States of America. Now I'm going to hand it off to co-host Jack Fowler to give us some more information on this monumental election. The election of 1828 was riddled with controversy. One of the biggest of these controversies was Andrew Jackson's spoil system. If you did not know, a spoil system is when a politician gives government jobs to those who supported them in their election. Such a system is very bad because it creates a corrupt government with people who are either unqualified for the jobs they are placed in and people who all favor the same party. When all the jobs in the government favor the same party, it creates a system that heavily favors that party. When Jackson was elected president in 1828, he fired many government workers in order to place his supporters in office. Jackson justified this by saying it was a reform for the corrupt government under John Quincy Adams. Jackson's reasoning for this reform was the corrupt bargain claims he placed on Adams and Henry Clay. Because he thought that they were corrupt, he fired many workers in their government and replaced them with his supporters. This was so bad for the government because, first of all, many qualified people lost their jobs, many unqualified people were hired into the government, and democratic policies were heavily favored by the government. This government by Jackson allowed him to do many things that he would not be able to do without a government and his support behind him. An example of this was the bank war. Jackson took money out of the federal banks and placed it into state banks which loaned money very often. They ended up loaning a lot of money that they didn't actually have, which in turn messed up the economy. 
This would have been a lot harder for Jackson to do without a government that was so unqualified and heavily in his support. This spoil system was also a significant reason that the opposing Whig Party started. Certain people, including Henry Clay, saw that Jackson, what Jackson was doing in the government and tried to run against him. They thought his policies, they thought of his policies as a monarchy and spread around America that he was a tyrant. And sure enough, Jackson ran against Henry Clay in the 1832 election, and eventually in 1834, the Whig Party was officially created. The Whig Party was very dominant for years and to come and produced many presidents. Jackson's attempt at controlling the government with the spoil system ended up causing many big things in America. These, include, these included a corrupt government that was heavily in his favor, an economic crisis that took many years to fix, and a political party that was very popular for many years. Now Brendan Good is going to tell you about some other big events that occurred in the election of 1828. Thank Okay, sorry. Thanks, Jack. In the election of 1828, Andrew Jackson easily defeated John Quincy Adams to become the seventh president of the United States, which resulted in many changes to American politics and society. In this election, in this election, Jackson became a popular man of the people who gave the common man more rights and opportunities, while John Quincy Adams ran an, a weak, unpopular campaign. This resulted in more people voting for Jackson because now that more common people could vote, he got a lot of support from them. Jackson's popularity wasn't the only reason he was voted into office. People did not enjoy John Quincy Adams' time as president as he was wildly unpopular. Adams' popularity declined due to his inability to trust public opinion and him refusing to start a war with France even though that's what the public wanted. Adams wasn't able to give the people the say in the decisions that they wanted. When Andrew, when Andrew Jackson was elected president, he fit the role of the man of the people when he killed the second national bank by removing their federal funds and giving them to various state banks. Jackson hated the national bank and a main reason for its downfall is because he believed that the bank supported and favored wealth as opposed to being fair to, to the common people. He feared that they would become a hydra headed monster and expand beyond control. This fulfilled on his promise before he was elected that he was a man for the common people and helped them become equal with the wealthy as much as he could. So overall, Andrew Jackson's overwhelming win over John Quincy Adams resulted in more changes for the rights of the common people, just as Jackson said he would. Now I'm going to hand it over to Jaden to finish us up. Thanks, Brendan. As we conclude, the three major takeaways you should take away from this are that are one of the events leading up to the election of 1828 is one the election of 1828, two, the spoil system, and, the, and three, the killing off of the Second National Bank. For the events leading up to this election of 1828, as been stated, this was a rematch between John Quincy Adams and Andrew Jackson. This was personal for Jackson to win because he had felt like he was cheated in the election of 1824 with corrupt bargain. Jackson wanted to prove to Henry Clay that he didn't need to cheat to win the election. After being elected in the election of 1828, Jackson would introduce America to the Democratic Party. Jackson's election would be filled with controversy. One of the biggest controversies was Andrew Jackson's spoil system. Just to remind everyone, the spoil system is giving people government position if they vote for you. 
Jackson carried out the spoil system by firing most of the workers in John Quincy Adams' administration. His justification of this was to purify the government from John Quincy Adams' corrupt bargain. By doing this, the government would be, would be lopsided in favor of the Democrat Party. Jackson's carrying out of the spoil system will also allow him to pass bills that he would not have been able to pass without the support of the government behind him, also known as the spoil system. Jackson was seen as a man of the people when he ran for president in 1828, in the election of 1828. He promised the common folk more rights. By doing this, he would gain more votes, which would help him win the election. To remind everyone, Jackson didn't just win off of being popular. He also won because people were not happy in John Quincy Adams' reign as president because John Quincy Adams didn't have trust in the people. By not having trust in the people, the people would vote him out of, out of the office of president. Jackson proved his worth by being a man of the people and killing off the second bank and killing off the second national bank. The common folk loved this because this would kill the second national bank's federal funds and give them to, to, to many state banks. Jackson also really did not like banks because he felt like the banks supported just the rich and not everybody. This killing off of the second national bank would fulfill his promise of, that he made to the common folk of making the common folk more equal with, with the wealthy. Over Jackson's election was a, although overall Jackson's election was a bit dicey, but his election would also help commoners will also help commoners and introduce America to the formation of the two-party system we know and love today. Thank you for listening. Signing off for now. Until next time, thank you.